Hello, hello, beautiful people, beautiful soul. Welcome to Dania. My name is Shakila. And today's guest is Abigail. Abigail and I sort of met our freshman year in college and we've talked on and off, but we connected more in the summertime last year, actually last summer. Yeah, um, yeah, through art. And so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so today we I have Abigail on here to talk about just like she graduated, you know, during the pandemic and... We're going to talk about her life after college. We're going to talk about what she's been up to. We're going to talk about just how that looks for her. And and we both actually started, well, she started her YouTube channel a while back, but we both started posting a little bit more on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about that, just yeah. how everything is. And so, yeah, let's get started. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much for being here, Abigail. I really appreciate it. Thank you. This is so fun. Like this is very out of my comfort zone, but that's exactly what I feel like both of our art does for us is it allows us an outlet to sort of connect with our creativity in a way that maybe we wouldn't have before. So I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm so excited too. Let's get started. Okay. So what I wanted to ask you, I guess the first question was, um, we didn't, obviously nobody saw this pandemic coming, right? Mm-hmm. What were your plans before the pandemic of when you graduated? I didn't have a plan, to be honest. I mean, I sort of went into college in a non-traditional way in the first place. I had to take a year off between high school and college. And Mm. honestly, I really didn't think that I would ever go to college, that I would ever have an opportunity to continue my education. So all throughout college, it really was just about valuing the time that I was there And I got into my major, I graduated with a marketing major and I didn't get into that until very end of my junior year, beginning of my senior year. So I haven't really had a plan. You know, I knew during the, during that year that I took, I started exploring my creativity a lot more. That's when I got into makeup and painting and different, different sort of um, means of expression and mm-hmm. that really sort of carried me through college. And I had no idea what I was going to do after, but I just knew that going to college would help me sort of understand the language and be able to communicate. Like I worked retail, you know, for six years before I went to college. So that's sort of all I knew. Um, so I knew that going to college would help me get those communication skills so that I could, you know, before college, my, I, this sounds bad, but maybe my dream that I thought was my dream was like work (laughs) at a corporate level in, you know, some sort of clothing, fashion, makeup. That's what I, I mean, it, no, it's not bad at all. And that is a great, great career path, but I, looking back, it's just like so limited. I just didn't know all the opportunities that there could be, you know, outside of college, like, I don't know, a college degree, like you can, I don't want to say you can do whatever you want, but you can kind of do whatever you want. Like, this is why we invest so much time and energy into our schooling so that we can prepare ourselves for life after college. But to answer your question, I had no plan. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I really was just kind of going along and it wasn't until I really got into my major and I got to know a lot of the professors within my major that I really understood aspects of marketing that, you know, encourage me, that give me a drive to, you know, want to get up and work every day. So 
honestly, just finding a passion for marketing was, I never thought that I would find something like this in college. Like I figured I would just get, you know, a basic degree and go along and, you know, get a basic corporate job. And that would, that would be enough for me. And you know what, it could be enough for me, but going through college and continuing my creative expression through college just opened up so many doors. So I didn't have a plan before and I don't really have a plan now. And, you know, one day at a time, you know, so you don't, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about yeah. that. You said you didn't have a plan then and you don't have a plan now. Um, because I know when you graduated, you were able to, if you want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, no. Let's talk about it. You were able to go into a job. Yeah. You got a job right out Yes. Right. That was such it a... Was, what, what was it was deal? so surprising. So, yeah. So, in May, I started to realize I need to figure something out. Like, I'm about to graduate and I'm... Honestly, I thought I was going to go and go home and live with my parents and maybe work a retail job or work a coffee job until I could find something more stable. And because of the pandemic, I didn't think that I would find a full-time job until probably September, October, just because, you know, May was the time where a lot of people were starting to realize that the pandemic wasn't just something that was going to be around for a couple months, that this was more of a long-term thing. But I had a friend who graduated from the same marketing program as me. She graduated a year before me and she had gotten a really great stable job after college. And pretty much I was just like harassing her all throughout my senior year. Like, hey, let me know when you're hiring. Let me know, let me know. Cause I just know that she had had a really great experience with that company. So she actually came back to me at the beginning of June and said, hey, we're hiring for this entry level marketing position. And I was like, what? Yeah. Um, And so I was really excited, but I also had a lot of anxiety about it. And honestly, I did not apply for the job within the given timeframe. Just, you know, with graduating and there was just a lot, I felt kind of paralyzed, you know, and Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't explain what it was that I just, you know, I was okay with going home and not having a job, you know, like I sort of had settled into that. And as graduation got closer, I was like, you know what, like I should do this even, you know, even if nothing happens, even if I don't get the job, it's experience. I need interviewing experience, sort of like slapping myself in the face a little bit, like, all right, it's time. Um, So I texted her back and I was like, hey, is the job still open? And she was like, no, sorry, you missed the deadline. And I was like, okay, all right. You know, I did that to myself, but she gave me the contact information for the person that was doing the hiring. And I sent them an email with my resume. And I said, hey, I know that I'm not in the timeframe. This is my experience. I'd love to, you know, meet you if you're still willing. And surprisingly, Mm, yeah, I actually got an interview probably because I knew someone else who worked at this company. Um, And so I went, I did the interview and I got along so, so well with the first person that interviewed me and the second person that interviewed me. Um, It went really, really well. It was very surprising for me because I was now in a position where, you know, you have to talk yourself up. And yeah, this was a job within social media. And I had only had probably six months of experience within social media management. So 
I wasn't entirely confident in my skills, but I was, and I still am really excited about learning more about marketing and continuing my education after college. I think that that's something that is really, really important to me uh, because, you know, you don't stop learning once you graduate, like the learning continues and it's like a exponential spectrum, you know? <laughs> so I ended up getting that job and I started, so oh, the timeline was so fast. So I interviewed probably a week before graduation. And then the Friday before my actual date of graduation, they called me and gave me an offer on Friday. Wow. On Saturday, I graduated. You know, it was virtual, of course. That Monday, I moved home. My parents live in the Portland area. So I moved home that Monday and I had to make a decision that Monday. And then I started work that Wednesday. And yeah. it was a lot. Yeah, I almost, I mean, they asked me, they're like, okay, can you start now? And I was like, I almost wanted to go back and be like, no, can I have two weeks? Because my life was a mess. I, you know, was living in boxes and I didn't know what I was doing. And I, you just I had just graduated. Yeah. And I didn't know anything. And I ended up not asking for that extra time. And I just, you know, sort of jumped into it. And I'm you know, having that extra time probably would have been fine. Um, but I, you know, it was a new opportunity and I wanted to push myself a little bit. So I just jumped right into it. And uh, that job was amazing. I don't know if you know, but I actually got laid off from that job um, in February. Yeah, yeah. So I did work that corporate job for about eight months. And I am so thankful for that opportunity. Like, having a job right after you graduate, first of all, in and of itself is major. And then during a pandemic, yeah. like I was just counting my blessings, you know? Um, so I'm so thankful for that opportunity. I have never really worked with other people that were, I mean, I worked retail for most of my life. And in retail, right. you're working with people who are, you know, also students, or who are your similar age, who, you know, you have common interests. And I went into this corporate job. I mean, I started it completely remotely, of course. And I was sort of thrown in and exposed to a lot of people who were significantly older than me, significantly more educated than me. And I just wanted to absorb as much as I could. You know, this was my first, like, I guess you could say real corporate job. I didn't know how to send emails. Yeah. I didn't know anything. You know, I don't know corporate culture. And especially being online, it was weird because you don't pick up, you know, those sort of people skills that you would if you were in an office. But yeah, so thankful for that job. Unfortunately, I did get let go in February. You know, that uh, it's kind of a, you know, a long story, but ultimately it wasn't my job performance or anything. It really was the pandemic. You know, I mm. was a lower level employee and, you know, sometimes it just is what it is. And I took that and I was like, you know what, that's okay. Um, so that, that was sort of that job. Um, I'd started another job in January. So I was doing two jobs at once, actually. We can, we can go into that um, in a little bit, but yeah, starting that first job, like right after graduation was surprising because I expected to have some time off, you know? Um, yeah. I, you know, you go from high school and then during my year off, I don't necessarily consider that time off because 
I was working a lot, uh, like physically working, and I was also doing a lot of work mentally and emotionally. So I don't necessarily consider that time off. And then, you know, you go straight into college and I did school during the summer and I worked, you know, one, two jobs all throughout college. So I had never really had time off. So I guess maybe I was anticipating having some time to myself, but, you know, it wasn't necessarily a bad thing, like, if that sort of makes sense. So, yeah, that was, yeah. And I really admire your persistence, too. You know, when he was talking about, you know, emailing your friend or letting her know, asking her if there's any openings and any openings, you know, you felt paralyzed, you were scared and had this sense of fear. I was terrified. did it anyway yeah. the fact that you even if you you know you heard the job was filled you still mm-hmm. emailed and sent in your resume i love that very much because people often think like, just because oh someone's hired i give mm-hmm. up you know what i mean yeah i love that you did yeah up. i love that you just continued anyways and that's so important to remember and that's something i gotta remember for myself but you know one of the things that one of my managers had told me when i was let go was one of the reasons that i had gotten the job was because I bugged them on LinkedIn. And that is something that's something that I was not necessarily forced to do, but it was something that was very, very encouraged within my, um, what's the word? Basically within my major, it was always encouraged to, in some of my classes, we had to post um, like articles to LinkedIn and we would always have guest speakers speaking about the importance of LinkedIn. Like that's sort of it's like a business degree thing is, you know, speaking up your presence on LinkedIn. And that's what I did. I took the name of the person whose email I got and I found them on LinkedIn and I sent them a message and I was like, hey, you know, this is my name. I applied for this job. Very excited to meet you. I had no idea if she was even going to meet with me, but I went that extra step and come to find out that that extra step was one of the reasons that I got that job, even though I didn't apply within that time frame. So if anyone's listening and can take that advice, please, please bug your employers on LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. You hear her. <laughs> that's so important. That is really, that's good to know because I don't know. I feel like LinkedIn, I didn't really think about the importance of LinkedIn for mm-hmm. so long. Maybe this year, a little bit last year, I was like, I don't know. But I, what would LinkedIn do for me? Yeah. Tell my family, like my brother, he's about to graduate with a physics degree. And I'm like, okay, you mm. need to be on LinkedIn. And he's like, well, why? You know, he's looking for like research jobs and things like that. And I'm like, you know, it basically makes yourself more, for lack of a better word, Googleable. <laughs> um, so that someone <laughs> can put a face to your application. Because when you apply for a job, more likely than not, they're going to Google you. And if you have a LinkedIn, then you'll be able to have all of your education, all of your work experience, basically like a more in-depth resume with a picture of yourself, with maybe an example of your writing. And yeah, so I'm really, really thankful for the professors that I had during school who encouraged me to, you know, not necessarily like be afraid to post on LinkedIn and to share things about myself on the internet, which, you know, I struggle with even now, but yeah. 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 But the other question I wanted to ask you was, do you want to go a little bit into depth the next job? Yeah. You said you're working two jobs. Yeah. Yeah. So this second job that I was, so the first job that I was working was, 
I went into it thinking I was just going to do social media management. And it turned out they actually needed more help on the influencer side of things. And influencer marketing and social media marketing are two relatively new you know, disciplines within marketing. So yeah. neither of those topics were anything that I had had a formal education about, you know, and I just sort of jumped into it anyway. And so the second job, honestly, I don't want to say it fell into my lap, but it kind of fell into my lap. <laughs> but I do want to preface that with saying, you know, during my year off, I really discovered my passion for creativity, my love for makeup, and I continued doing those things throughout my four years of college. And all of all of the work mm. that I did for myself, for my creativity, all of that work really paid off with this second job opportunity because I wouldn't have had this if I didn't put all of that time, invest that time into my craft all those years, you know? So this okay. second job, um, this woman actually found me on TikTok. <laughs> To be honest, she yeah, found me on TikTok that. and um, she found me through like a mutual friend who also graduated from the same program and we got connected and she basically was just looking for someone to help her with social media and influencer, which at the time I was like, okay, you know, I don't know, am I ready to take on a project like that? You know, I was, I didn't know if I trusted myself to do that job basically and Oh, gosh, where do I even start with this opportunity? There's just so much. So pretty much she had she was starting a makeup company and she had already done the product development. She had already done all the legal and everything. And she was to the point where it was time to start marketing. And she interviewed me and she, you know, so she just had emailed me a couple questions just to sort of get like my perception of the beauty industry. Who do I think are key players that are doing really well? So of course, you know, I would say Fenty Beauty, you know, they have just killed it the last, I don't know, when did they launch? 2017? So probably like yeah. four years. You know, Fenty Beauty, the thing about marketing is marketing reflects culture and culture reflects marketing. And no one does culture better than Fenty. No one does culture better than <laughs> Rihanna, you know? So uh -huh. that was pretty much my answer to all of those questions. But yeah, I got along really, really well with her. Um, I still to this day, I haven't met her in person, but you know, hopefully one day. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but pretty much I was given this opportunity that was almost like a school, a real life school marketing project. And I didn't know if this was something I was capable of, you know, like this is an opportunity that I didn't think I would get something like this until I was maybe five, seven years into my career having three or four years of, of corporate marketing under my belt. Yeah. And I knew that this was an opportunity that I couldn't pass up. You know, I just, I knew that in my heart. And even though I was doing both jobs at the same time, it was, it was a lot, you know, I worked 14 hour days for a couple months, but I, I really did believe in her project and her values and her mission. And I think that that is you know, especially in marketing, that's what's most important. It's really yeah. hard to sell things you don't care about. Mm. I obviously I love makeup. I really do care about makeup. And her approach oh, yeah. was very fun, very fresh. And she also has a really heavy emphasis on sustainability, 
which is interesting because sustainability within beauty is it's a very misunderstood topic and it's actually something that I did a lot of research on during my undergrad. Like whenever I would have any group projects or anything like that, I would always try to bring it back to the beauty industry in any way that I could. My professors probably thought I was crazy, you know, <laughs> for like writing a paper on, you know, different ingredients that are better than others, more sustainable than others. But again, this was sort of a culmination of, the last couple years of all of my work coming together and sort of coming to fruitation with this opportunity. So I did, I started that job second week of January. I worked both jobs for about two months. And then at the end of February, I was let go from my corporate job, but I, not for a second, was I upset not for a second mm -hmm. did I think that this was, you know, the end of an opportunity because yeah. I had put in so much work into not even into this other job, but into myself and growing, you know, my own marketing skills, my own personnel skills that I knew, even though, you know, I got a job during a pandemic, that was, you know, what a huge accomplishment. And then all of a sudden let go from that job. Yeah, it, that it was terrifying, to be honest, like for for a couple of days, like I was really scared, but I knew I knew that it was what was right, you know, mm. selling makeup and working for a makeup company that has always, you know, not always, but for the last couple of years of my life, that has been what I wanted to do. And this corporate job, I sort of always knew that this was just a stepping stone in my career. And it was in, you know, the greater realm of personal care products, but I was able to take all of that knowledge and all of that experience and sort of put it into this new job. And I sort of thought, you know, okay, do I need to find, because I was only working part-time still for right. this job because it's, it's a startup. Like it is, you know, we're really starting from the bottom. Um, <laughs> so I was only working part-time hours and I had to think, you know, do I find another full-time job? Like, what do, what do I do now? You know, what are my next steps? And yeah. I, I pretty much just listened to my body and listened to my mind. And I knew that this was a time, you know, like I had spoke about before, I had never had time to, you know, take a moment to rest, time to really invest in myself and in my craft with no other distractions you know, throughout college, I would always put time into my art, but it was always secondary, you know, mm. it has always been secondary to my education or to, you know, another job. And so I sort of approached this opportunity with, you know, a lot of grace for myself. And I looked at it and I was like, okay, this is my time to invest as a creative and, you know, as a business person, as a marketer. And I sort of let that encourage me instead of terrify me, you know? And yeah. yeah. And yeah. so this opportunity has been, you know, just the best. Like, I'm so thankful that I get along really well with the founder. And it is real. like, I don't want to say it's the perfect job, but it's like kind of a perfect job, at least for now and for where I'm at. Where you are. Yeah. Like, I really cannot... Like, I have no idea how this woman found me, you know, all like 
it really did sort of fall into my lap. Like that's all I can kind of say is that all of the work that I put in, you know, was leading up to this moment. So yeah, it's been wild. And I have, I'm in the middle of transitioning to doing this full time, but because I worked that corporate job for about eight months, I was able to save a lot of money so that mm. when I was let go, I was, you know, I had, I don't know what the right word is, I guess maybe the privilege to not have to worry about paying my next month's rent, you know, mm. Even though I had just lost yeah. this full-time job. I was able to save so much money while I was working there. So I, you know, not a lot of people are able to, especially right after college, to like only work a part-time job. And so I'm really thankful that I was able to do that because I was able to give myself, you know, the time and energy to put into this project and really see where it could take me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I like how you acknowledge your thankfulness for it and the opportunity, but also you need to know like, and you also, I'm pretty sure you're very aware, like, like you mentioned, you know, all those years and times that you did put in mm -hmm. and the persistence that yeah. that is what at the end became the cherry on top of that. What's what helped you get this job, get this opportunity, a chance to learn yeah. and be where you are at. Yeah. That's so important. Remembering your passion and sort of like doing whatever you can to sort of keep feeling that fire. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Whatever, <laughs> whatever it is that you love doing, keep doing it. Even if you can't do it full time right now, you know, hopefully every opportunity will be a little stepping stone to get you closer to that. And, you know, my career is not over with this job. Like, I have no idea where this job will take me. Um, do I want to work in social and influencer for the rest of my career? I have no idea. Um, but through this job, I mean, because it's pretty much just me and the founders, I'm able to do a lot of you know, I'm able to practice graphic design, I'm able to do video, I'm able to, you know, sort of work on my other skills that I wasn't able to put time into before. So yeah, I'm so thankful to be in the position I'm in now. It's, I honestly can't even really believe it. Like if you had, what is it, April, if you had even told me last April, that I would be working this job right now, I never would have believed you, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so crazy. Honestly, I love hearing this because it gives me hope, you know. There's so much hope. There's so much hope. Yeah. <laughs> and it's good to know that there is that hope out there as long as I'm, I'm you know, I'm persistent, I'm passionate. Mm -hmm. and I know what it is that I want yeah. and I go after it. That's so I, important. I do want to add, you know, don't overwork yourself. That's something. Ooh. Yeah, that that is definitely something because like I mentioned, you know, I was working both jobs. I was working 14 hour days and that's not, you know, that's not sustainable for anyone. Um so, you know, do what you have to do to get through your day to maybe get that paycheck in whatever point you're at in your life. But don't don't give up on those things that you are passionate about. And eventually there will be a time where you're able to balance, where you're able to, you know, put more time into what you actually care about. So hold on to that. But at the same time, listen to your body, understand what your body is telling you. And if it's telling you you need to rest and take a step back then, you know, go ahead and do that. But that that's just something that I wanted to add because especially with, you know, just corporate culture and also now everybody is like starting their own business, especially during quarantine. And so just it's, I feel like it's very common to, you know, just always be grinding and always be working. But 
definitely take time for yourself if you need it, when you need it. Um, yeah, I just yeah. want to add that because that is really important. It is, it is. And I add myself in learning that too. Like, you know, I'm so still learning passions. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, I have so many passions, so many things, but I get so passionate that I would literally spend so much time working on this thing or designing or coming up with the idea that I just kind of burn out. Yeah. It's not that I don't hate it. It's just I forget that to step back and kind of reflect and check in with myself and my body and what it needs. Yeah. Um, yeah. And honestly, people go their whole lives without getting to the point where they're able to recognize either physical, emotional, mental needs. And I, I just feel thankful that, you know, I'm able to step aside and recognize that and respond to my body appropriately because it's not something that's talked about. It's not something that's prioritized. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I'm a huge advocate for listening to your body and responding appropriately. And that is completely different for everyone. You did give a few important sort of, um, advice, but what more advice would you give for, I mean, somebody like me, I guess, mm -hmm. I, um, someone also is in your position taking the same kind of, has the same major or the same passion, mm -hmm. graduating right now about to graduate oh mm -hmm. even a year from now honestly it doesn't matter yeah it's gonna be graduating and going out into this corporate world going into just this world mm -hmm. um, and trying to figure it out what if yeah Ooh, what that's a good question <laughs> um yeah honestly the best thing i ugh, it's so hard that it's kind of cliche but the best thing i could say is believe in yourself and mm -hmm. don't let anyone take that away from you you know, no one is you and that's your superpower. That is a, I have no idea who said that, but that's something that really has carried me through the last couple of years because no one has the same experience that you do. No one has the same intellect that you do. And even if you're going in and you're competing, you know, with five other people for this corporate job, you are still you and you can bring something to the table that the next candidate might not. So applying, you know, applying for jobs after college is very overwhelming, but I guess another set of advice that I would give is really take a look at the industries that you're interested in. And I, again, go back to LinkedIn. LinkedIn will be <laughs> your best friend. If you're searching for jobs, honestly, I still don't really know what my perfect job is, but yeah. I went to LinkedIn and I looked at jobs that I thought I wanted to do. And I would look at those job descriptions and look at the skills, look at the requirements. That helped me figure out sort of maybe what my dream job might be. And then it allowed me to sort of take a step back and think, okay, what can I do today that will get me one step closer? Even if it's not a huge step, you know, it can yeah. be the smallest step. Um, even if it's just, you know, editing your resume that day, whatever it might be. What what can you do now to get one step closer to that job? Um, so definitely utilize LinkedIn, even if you know you don't use it for the social and networking aspect. Just look for jobs, look for job positions within. You know, what's your dream company? That will probably change, but you know, for me to be honest, I looked at Nars Cosmetics, yeah. and there were open positions for a creative director. I had no idea what a creative director was or did. I still don't necessarily really understand, but I was able to look at those, um, I guess, responsibilities and requirements and 
pinpoint, you know, that, that sounds what I like, what I want to do. You know, I've never really been able to put into words what I want to do. And that's why I fell in love with marketing because marketing really is all about communication, not necessarily verbally or physically, but through imagery, through visuals. Mm. And so once I was able to understand that aspect of marketing, that jobs like this do exist, you know, creative director positions do exist. I was able to sort of look at, you know, the job world with less anxiety, I guess, because, you know, we all have to start somewhere after graduation, you know, and it really is one step at a time. And we're probably going to work jobs that aren't the best for us. We're probably going to work jobs that we don't love, but, you know, do your best to find a way to get something out of whatever it might be. You know, even if I had to move home and had to work retail or work coffee, I'm sure I would have learned something, you know, and that's super, that's so cliche, but really, truly like with every opportunity you have, whether it's positive or negative, what can you learn from it? You know? So again, going back to my advice is yeah, believe in yourself and I, I almost want to say don't settle, but you have to, you know, within graduating, you, pandemic, you, have to, yeah, <laughs> you have to, you know, reach for the sun, you know, and you'll fall on the stars, whatever that says. Um, but yeah, really just believe in yourself, believe in your craft, believe in your values, to be honest. Like there are so many terrible companies in the world. I just want to say that, you know, there are so many terrible jobs, so many terrible things and people in general that you have absolutely no control over. But especially in a pandemic, I've really learned, you know, what do I have control over and what I don't have control over. And that has helped me a lot as well. If that even makes any sense. No, it does. It really does. (laughs) My brain is a little scattered, but yeah. (laughs) No, I'm here listening and I really appreciate it. I think you made a lot of great points that not just me, but a lot of people taking the time to do this are going to really appreciate. Um, it's always Thank good to have you. new and fresh yeah. perspectives. And Thank you. I'm so happy that I love you here. We did this and we talked. And this is definitely not the end. And I'm excited to see what you know what we talk about more in the future. But I just want yeah. to say thank you. Thank you so much. For your knowledge and wisdom. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm still learning every single day. You know, I'm nowhere near knowing everything. None of us are. But, yeah, if anybody could take anything from this podcast, if anybody could take anything from all of the years of work that I've done, like, that is, that's just incredible to me. So I want to be able to share that. So thank you for giving me a platform to do so. Of course. Of course. Thank you so much, Abigail. And thank you so much everyone else taking the time to listen to this i hope you are doing well and yeah i'll see you guys in my next episodes um thank you so much asante sana merci beaucoup and until next time guys bye